Well, we hope so. You know, obviously they're talking the Foxconn about this this broader deal, and I know they're both really committed to to getting it done. And they have, I think, a, an earnings report or something coming up on in the uh, middle of May. And so they bumped this date back as to sealing this deal, and let's just hope they can put it together. It's a great opportunity. You know, Foxconn, which is a global company, they have tens of billions of dollars in cash, and they want to take over the Lordstown plant and build a truck in one side of the plant and build a car in the other. It could be a huge opportunity for thousands of jobs, good-paying jobs into the new economy. So we're keeping our fingers crossed here. But I don't have any inside scoop on it, but uh, I'm kind of cheering it on here with, with everybody else. It's really a big key when you talk about the chain effect of getting this straightened out, Tim, not only for the Lordstown area, but the trickle-down effect to that part of Ohio then then takes the turn to the Akron area and even into Columbus when you talk about the computer chips. Well, that's that's the thing. You know, this is what I've been fighting for now my entire career, the new economy, the new jobs, reshoring from from China and other countries, and really, you know, to have a, a Taiwanese company like Foxconn investing a significant amount of money into the Mahoney Valley would be huge. You know, doing electric vehicles, uh, both trucks and cars, across the streets, the General Motors battery plant, that's 1,100 full-time uh, union jobs once, once that's up and running. Um, so that Voltage Valley, the whole idea of the new new ways of manufacturing next generation manufacturing are huge and then you throw in the intel project which is going to end up being when it's all said and done a hundred billion dollars average wage ray uh in that fab they call it a fab you know used to call it a factory but now it's called a fab a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars a year the least paid person at the fab is going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year so that these new jobs are going to be huge and then 7,000 union construction jobs to build it, you know, plus the infrastructure. So, it, you know, this this is where we need to be, and we just got to hit the gas pedal and keep going this way. They're also talking about bringing 30 or 40 suppliers into Ohio because they want to be around the fab. That's where you're going to see Akron, Canton, Youngstown, you know, and hopefully other places like Steubenville and Portsmouth that can land one of these um, suppliers, supply chain companies, Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3. Because, you know, two, three, four hundred jobs in a small community can go a hell of a long way to pay for police, pay for fire, pay for schools. You know, so this is this is huge. We just got it. We need more of it. And when we talk about the future of EVs, I mean, these are really big when you talk about 2030 and beyond. When we talk about most of the vehicles, at least that's the goal to get to 40 percent of the vehicles on the road being EVs by that time. We're talking with Congressman Tim Ryan here in WAKR. Tim, last week we were into the political arena, coming out of the primary, and some of the feedback that I got from the listeners on our text line is, let's get a candidate in there who can work bipartisan and get all the violence out of the uh, rooms inside our nation's capital and really start to work together towards certain goals. And the one thing I can say about you is you're point blank, you speak your mind, but you've been on this show in the past even saying, Democrats, Republicans, we need to to work together. The vibe in D.C. and, and certainly around Ohio from our listeners is we're still not working together. Can you make that work? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm really proud the last two Congresses. I have been ranked in the top 10% uh, of the most bipartisan 
members of Congress. I'm the most bipartisan member of Congress in Ohio. I go out of my way to find things that I agree with with other people, you know, and how do we work together on those issues. And I just think it's we got to start seeing each other as Americans. We're, there's too much Democrat, Republican, red shirt, blue shirt. We're all Americans. Let's all put on the red, white, and blue shirt and go out and play on Team USA. We've got to out-compete China. You just said electric vehicles. They're at 52% uh, of the electric vehicle markets done in China. China wants us fighting with each other. Russia wants us fighting with each other, because the more we're fighting with each other, the weaker we are. And so if we're going to rebuild the great American middle class, it's got to be us seeing each other as Americans first, then moving on to, okay, you have a Democrat idea or, or you know, a Republican idea. Okay, let's have a conversation. Let's talk like adults. And that's that's my worry, quite frankly, with, with a guy like J.D. Vance, who's, who got nominated on the other side. I mean, he, he's ready to punish half the country that doesn't agree with him, you know? And, and so I, I'm not like that at all. I mean, I'm, I'm the complete opposite. I'll work with Dave Joyce, who's the Republican up north in, in uh, Ohio on the Great Lakes uh, issues. I, I work with a very, very conservative Republican uh, from Florida to try to bring back uh, pharmaceutical manufacturing. Ninety percent of generic pharmaceuticals, excuse me, are done in in, the, in the China. We got to bring that back. So I'll, I'll go out of my way to find things to work on with other people. And he wants to punish people and make this a Democrat Republican thing. I just don't think Ohio's there. Congressman Tim Ryan with us, WAKR. Tim, certainly a lot of concerns. Gas prices, we've been talking about that the last couple of days, really going high. How much of this can we control? Does a lot of this go back to what we're seeing in the Ukraine? Talk to the folks right now in Ohio who have a lot of concerns about certainly their commutes and gas prices. Well, we're hearing about it everywhere, and it's, you know, it's real. I mean, it's painful, and it's eaten up a, a lot of disposable income for people uh, in Ohio. And you can be a home health care worker. I talked to, you know, some a few weeks ago up in the northern part of the state, service workers in the southern part of the state. I think we need a tax cut right now for those workers. we got to immediately put some money in their pocket, uh, whether it's, the you know, the child and family tax cut that we did last year that people got or earned income tax credit that would help working class people who are out working, doing everything right, or just a general tax cut for workers that we can advance so that they have money in their pocket. They don't have to wait till next year's tax returns. Let's get that money in their pocket now. And then we've got to, you know, yeah, of course, you know, I mean, I know everybody wants to you know, point the finger, but we ha- we do have a war going on, a significant war with an oil and gas producing country in Russia. Uh, Ukraine is the breadbasket of Europe, so that it's affecting food costs with with what's going on. Um, and now we, and then the supply chain that you know a bunch of Democrats and Republicans allow these jobs to leave America for China and other places. So now you know we're relying on China. They have a. a uptick in COVID now. They have a zero tolerance policy for COVID, so they're shutting everything down. So that's affecting it. So tax cut in the short term and bring these jobs back in the short, mid, the long term so that we're making stuff here. We're less relying on them and we have more control of our own destiny in the United States and not relying on a communist country like China. 
Tim, my final question for you this morning, and then I'll, I'll let you go. Kind enough for you to join us for a few minutes. As you mentioned, the war, and certainly Vladimir Putin and the word war crimes has been hung over his head for a while. You've been on many security committees through your career in our nation's capital. How are you particularly looking at this war in the Ukraine right now? Well, I don't think Vladimir Putin should should end up with one inch of territory in Ukraine. I think we need to continue to arm the Ukrainians and allow them to push him out of their country. I think we need to get them airplanes if we can to protect the airspace. We're continue, continuing to see these kind of war crimes. They need to protect their airspace. So I'm I'm a little more uh, you know aggressive on this kind of thing because it's an issue of freedom. And I don't think this kind of violence uh, should be rewarded. This is not how we solve problems in the global community. This is a, a democratically elected uh, country in Ukraine, and uh, we, we need to be more forceful and, and get this equipment to them quicker and more of it. And I think that's important. And, and you know, here, here we are in the middle of an election with, you know, tens of thousands of Ukrainians here in Ohio uh, who have family there, and a guy like J.D. Vance says he doesn't care what's going on in Ukraine uh, when people are getting slaughtered and war crimes. I think that speaks a little bit to his lack of understanding of, you know, in, in, in humanity. I mean, I'm not saying we need to send troops over there, but my goodness gracious, we are the United States, and can't let a Vladimir Putin, autocrat like him, roll into another country and just start killing people. It just doesn't work that way. And the United States needs to be strong. We need to be aggressive. And the uh, Ukrainians are showing amazing resolve and strength, and we need to be there to support them. And, and the Ukrainian Americans and, and the and the, peop, and the people in Poland are worried. People in Lithuania are worried, and a lot of these other countries there. Because well, who's next if we let Vladimir Putin do this and and give them, you know, put up the, the flag of appeasement uh, like like JD Vance wants to do? They're going to storm right through Europe, and we can't have that again. We that 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 happened. Many, many years ago in the United States and the American people stepped up to make sure that doesn't happen. We need to do that again. Again, not sending troops, but make sure we, we are supplying Ukraine with what they need.